Swings and gives one a ride to deep left field. He watches it. It's gone. Ethan Hearn ties this ball game. Emshoff lines it over to Howard, who makes an incredible grab at shortstop. How about that kid? Matt Mervis sends everybody home. A walk-off three-run home run. Got him looking. DJ Hers, how do you do? He shows bunt down the first baseline. Aquino turns toward home, but it doesn't matter. Pinango scores, and the Pelicans win it. You're listening to the Pelicans Road Trip Interview Series, hosted by Birds broadcaster Sam Wiederhaft. Now, here's the conversation with Pelicans infielder Ed Howard. Welcome into the final Pelicans Road Trip episode of the season. Pelicans are in Charleston for their final road series. I'm your host, Sam Wiederhaft, and we're talking with the 2020 Cubs first-round pick, Ed Howard. Ed, I appreciate the time. Thanks for joining me. Um, final road trip of the year. How's it been so far? I know we're doing this interview on a on a Thursday, Wednesday's game got rained out, so a doubleheader today. But uh, how's the week been so far? It's been going good. Um, it's kind of like another week. Yeah, we get down here, get to play some more games and, and get better. So, I mean, just going through the season. It's, it's crazy that it's pretty much the last road trip of the year because it did fly by. It's like deja vu, like when we came down here from the opening week, play here in Charleston. Yeah, let's go back and talk about some of the places that, you know, we've been to this year. Charleston, Augusta, Columbia, Lynchburg, and Salem. I know we play a lot of the same teams multiple times, but what's been your favorite area, uh, you know, in the low A East that you've been to this year? <laughs> My favorite area? Uh, a lot of them, not too bad. I like, I like going to Columbia and playing there. Um, I like Augusta too. It's really nice. Even Charleston, like, like, honestly, I feel like all of them are, are pretty nice. Like there's not one that just stands out. That's just like crazy to me, but I, I like going all of them pretty much. Well, Columbia kind of sticks out because you have all four of your home runs against the fire. Yeah, that's true. So I, I, think like that, <laughs> I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, and like you said, deja vu, you start the year in Charleston. Now your final road trip of the season is in Charleston. How much do you think you've changed, not only as a player, but as a person from that first week of the year to where we're at now here in September? Yeah, so much, so much. We um we joke about it as soon as we got down here, you know, a lot of um, our teammates and things like that. Like from opening week to now, it's just so much has changed. Like, for all of us, just on the field and off the field, you know what I mean. It makes opening week feel like it was it was like a year ago. So it's pretty crazy to see how much could change just over over one year. You know what I mean. Just like the mentality of everything physically. Um, so yeah, definitely changed a lot. Yeah, and you talk about the mentality. How specifically do you think your mindset has changed uh, here in your first year of professional baseball? Yeah, it's changed a lot. You know, this professional baseball is a grind. You know what I mean. And it. You have to have mental toughness, and, and that was one of the things that it's really been teaching me, like this whole year. You know, good or bad, just like keep going. Every single day is a new day. You got to go out there with your mindset, you know, right, and, and be ready to compete every day. So that's that's pretty much what it's teaching me. And um, I don't know. I've been adjusting to it, and I've been I've been learning how to do it. We go back to those, you know, first couple of weeks of the season, and the start was slow for you with the bat. Um, but now, I mean, things have totally turned around. A three thirty three batting average over your last seventeen games. Was there a, a specific moment where things kind of clicked for you? And what has kind of led to this turnaround in this back half of the year? Uh, you know, we we talked when um, our hitting guys down, Forte and Stone, we talked a lot about some adjustments, like my swing. And, um, like, throughout the year, I was trying different things, like, through different times. And um, I don't know, lately, we kind of worked on one little adjustment, and I feel like it's helping me see the ball better, helps me um, use, like, the whole field, you know, shoot balls to right field. And also still being able to turn on baseballs. But um, I don't know. It's all just a learning curve. You know, experience. I'm seeing pitches more. 
and uh, I'm just getting better. And that's that's the whole goal. And now it's just about consistency. You know, keep it up and keep going. And um, and that's what I'm learning how to do. One thing that's kind of been changing as the year goes on is you've been playing a lot more second base recently with Kevin Mate getting more of the reps at shortstop. Um, how have you adjusted to that spot? What are the main differences that you've noticed uh, just moving over one spot in the middle infield? Yeah, the, the main difference is just the angle. You know, the angle of um, you fielding the ball. You know, at shortstop, everything's working kind of to your left, shuffling your feet to first base. At second base a little bit, it's, it's, a, little, it's a little different working to my right. You know what I mean? I'm not used to it. And, even like double plays, I'm used to going, you know, right, left, flip. Second base, you kind of got to go left, right, flip. So that was something I had to adjust with. But, um, I mean, I, I, I'm i embracing it. You know what I mean? I want to learn how to play all three positions in the infield. I want to learn how to play second, third, and short. So, I mean, it's all just this um, part for me to learn. And I feel like it's just making me a better player. And I can play second and short. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm, I'm embracing it. I know uh, we kind of talked about this during batting practice, but you said that you and Kevin Mate have an interesting relationship. Um, you know, you obviously both are <laughs> friends, but he doesn't speak really any English. So right. what is that dynamic like uh, between you and Kevin, you know, both really young shortstop prospects? <laughs> no, we, we have a lot of conversations. He's actually like my locker mate. So I'm around him, you know, 24-7. And, um, you know, he doesn't really know English. I barely know Spanish. So we're talking with like <laughs> the same like 10 words and just a lot of actions. And just kind of like acting out everything, but it's it's amazing how we have conversations. You know what I mean? Like like I understand them every time we talk. So um, it's definitely different. It's it's um, <laughs> something that you're not used to. You know, you don't come with guys that speak Spanish a lot, like in high school and things like that. And now here, you play with them every day. So it's fun. Uh, you get to learn some things. You make it work, and it obviously translates to the field. Um, you know, you and Kevin up the middle have been fantastic to watch this year. And then we talk about another friend you have on the team, Jordan Wogu, uh, a guy that you live with, um, you've really gotten to know this year. Both of you guys have had similar seasons, right? You know, started off slow with the bat, and then now just tearing it up. How have you guys built off each other's success this year? And, um, you know, what's your relationship like with Jordan? Yeah, it's really good. And it's, um, it's just about, like, communicating. And you know, I'm around these guys so much when they have success and, and go through things, we just talk about it, you know, talk about what's going through your head, talk about your mindset, what's helping you, you know what I mean? And um, he's a guy that, you know, he has turned the season around. He's having a great year right now. And I just feel like, you know, when you got guys like that around you, you can pick their brain and see how's he, how's he thinking, like, mentally, you know what I mean? And how do you keep it up and things like that. So it's been it's been really good for, for men to be around each other and um, just pick each other's brain on on everything pretty much. Another guy that I'm sure you've learned a lot from, your manager, Buddy Bailey, um, a minor league baseball legend, now coaching in the lowest level of the minors with the, the Chicago Cubs organization. Um, just talk to me about how much you've learned from Buddy this year, how he's made you a better professional, a better player, just all the way around. How has Buddy helped you in your first year of professional baseball? Yeah, Buddy, Buddy, he knows so much. You know what I mean? He um, usually a lot of times when he talks, he'll say just one thing, usually pretty much every day that just sticks out. That's just like, you know, you can tell that he's had so much experience playing this game. And um, he also teaches, I feel like, the art of just hard work. You know what I mean? He's a grinder, you know, every single day. Even though we get late in the year, you know, we still go out there and, and take our ground ball to take BP. Like, you know, almost like that, that saying, like, take no days off. You know what I mean? He, he's, he lives by it. And I feel like that's just making us all, like, better players, um, hard workers, you know what I mean? So, but it is, it's been nice to have him as my head coach my first year. I've, I've learned a lot from him. There's some things that he says that stick out to me always. That's one thing I was going to – I've kind of noticed here in the back half of the year, especially when we played Columbia, right, because when Columbia was here, they weren't showing up until like 5 o'clock. But yeah. we're still out there taking the taking the batting practice, doing the ground balls. I mean, Buddy is not 
He's not yeah. slacking <laughs> off as this year goes yeah. on. Yeah, he's a grinder, but uh, it just makes us tougher, I feel like, you know, physically and mentally. You know what I mean? And I think that's the point of it all. So, you know, you just got to embrace it and, and go with it. Always thinking about the next step. Um, what are some things, you know, obviously going high school, drafted last year, no seeds, no no professional season, now playing your first year of professional baseball in 2021. But what are some things that have kind of taken you by surprise uh, that, you know, maybe you weren't thinking were going to happen in your first year of professional baseball? How is, uh, you know, we talk about your mindset, but uh, what are some things that you weren't really expecting this year? Um, I mean, I can't really say it's nothing I was expecting, but, you know, playing pro baseball, it is a grind, like, you know, physically, as well as it is mentally, you know, playing in high school, I played 25 to 30 games a season. And then, you know, you come out here and you play that many games in the first month. So, um, that was like something I had to learn, just how to take care of my body every single day. And, um, you know, just stay healthy, things like that. But, um, like on the field, I, I knew it would be challenging. I knew it would be some things I had to adjust to, but, um, Everything I've seen, I feel like I can handle. You know what I mean. So it's not nothing. It's nothing that really stuck out like that surprised me. But um, just kind of keep grinding and keep going. Where are you at physically right now? You know, in the second to last week of the year, and like you said, I think you can bring up a great point where you're playing 25, 30 games in high school, and you play literally that same amount of games in the first month, and you got four more after that. But how's the body feeling right now in the second to last week? The body's the body's not feeling too bad. You know, I, I have to stay on top of it. You know, make sure I, I stay. I get in the trainer's room when I need to and, and, and stay healthy. But, um, you know, we got two more weeks left in the season. Like, the body is definitely definitely ready to, to keep going and um, get through the season and get through this year. So, it's just – I just have to learn how to, you know, take care of it. Yeah. Looking back on 2021, obviously a week and a half more to go, one more home series against the Augusta Green Jackets next week. But when you look back at this season, is there a high point that you can remember? I mean, what's your favorite memory so far uh, with the Pelicans in your, in your first year? My favorite moment, uh, man, it's been so many games, so many moments. <laughs> so uh, many things to think about, right? <laughs> I know. I don't know. I, as a team moment, I remember we, it was a Sunday night game and, and Matt Mervis hit a walk-off grand slam, or not a grand slam, but a walk-off home run. I remember that night. That was, that was a great night just for the team and just, just like winning a uh, walk-off style on an off day. Um, a personal moment that I really like and remember this year is the ball that I hit um they end up hitting off the scoreboard you know for me that just it just felt good because I always knew like like that's what I can do you know what I mean I just kind of want to show it more often and, and let people know as well so just to do that it felt good and and um you know you just kind of build off things like that just like you know I know I can do this I know things I can do and it's just about doing it more often we're doing it consistently you know what I mean so that, that felt good throughout the year too and just I don't know it's just a lot of games a lot of moments that like, you know, some ups and downs throughout the year, but a lot of moments that you remember. Man, I remember that uh, Matt Mervis home run very clearly. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was a wild day at the ballpark. That was actually the day that our beer bats uh, went viral. I don't know if you ended up seeing that, but uh, – I do, yeah. I yeah, that was the same day the beer bats went viral on Twitter. And then to cap it all off with the walk-off home run, that's certainly probably the peak of my season. Yeah. Um, but you, like you said, so many memories, uh, so many things to think back on when you play 120 games in a year. Um I want to go back and uh, Derek Jeter was inducted into the Hall of Fame yesterday, a legendary Yankee shortstop. Who are some players that you looked up to as a kid, um, you know, playing that same position? Was Derek one of those guys that uh, you kind of emulated your game off of? Yeah, it, it's, it's Derek Jeter. He's the one. That's the, that's the guy I watch a lot. Um, I actually read one of his books, The Captain. Um, just the way he kind of goes about it, I really like. You know, I really can see myself just kind of, 
playing that type of role, you know what I mean, and, and, and doing some of the things he did. So it's great to watch him. You know, I really like the way he – I really like the way his hitting approach was, the way he swung the bat, and um, just kind of like the leader he was at, at shortstop as well. You know, I think it's impressive, and, and just you can just learn from him so much. They call him the captain. Um, he was obviously the leader of the Yankees for many years. What kind of leadership qualities do you think he had that you can bring to your game here with the Cubs organization? You know, one of the things I, I like about Jeter was that, um, like, he was so poised, like, on the field. You know what I mean? He never really showed emotion. Like, if he got a bad call or anything like that, he was able to control it and, and just stay, stay locked in. You know what I mean? And he held his teammates accountable, but he also held himself accountable. You know what I mean? And and I just feel like he led by example. And and when you do that, you know, guys around him, like his teammates, were able to, to see that and, and they have respect for him. And um, I don't know, you just – just the way he went about everything, even off the field, just the type of person he is. You can just learn from that and um, just see how he did things at a high level. Absolutely. I mean, I grew up an Angels fan. You grew up a White Sox fan, so I wasn't the biggest fan of Derek Jeter's success, but uh, <laughs> there's no doubt that he was one of the best in the game. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll wrap things up here. Um, just looking at, you know, I know you told the marquee guys in your interview last week that you're not really sure where you're going to be training this offseason, but just the way that you're finishing out this year, how can you continue that momentum into your off-season work and make sure that you're a, a more improved player going into 2022? Yeah, definitely. This this first year, the experience gave me a lot of a lot of feedback. You know what I need to work on this off-season, the things I want to improve on, and and you just take that, take all those notes and go into off-season, and you just get better. You know that's the plan. Like I'll go into off-season and, and work my tail off and come back next year a way better player and ready to go again next year. So. Definitely, definitely. Um, like I said, I don't know where I'm gonna stay during the offseason to train, but uh, I definitely know like I'll be getting after it, you know, improving. And looking forward to uh, watching you here these last couple of weeks, and uh, definitely seeing you next year in the Cubs organization. Appreciate the time. No problem. Thank you, man. Thank you for listening to the Pelicans Road Trip Interview Series. You can catch new episodes highlighting the birds during every Pelicans Road Trip of the 2021 season. If you can't make it to Pelicans Ballpark for the home games. Catch the live stream at MILB.TV or radio at MyrtleBeachPelicans.com. I'm Sam Wiederhaft, and we'll see you on the next road trip.